Good morning from a cool, crisp Junction City, Kansas. It's a beautiful morning outside. Uh, absolutely loving it. Man, it's not going to be 100 degrees today. That's exciting. Yes, it is gorgeous. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Things are going well today. Uh, hello, Lisa from Clinton, Connecticut. Wow. Still just weird when I when I say hi, Lisa, and see you're checking in from Connecticut. Always always catches me off guard a little bit. Uh what are we talking about today? We are talking about it's pouring rain there. Uh I like the rain. We need some rain here. We need some more rain. We've been getting a little bit of rain at night last few nights, but uh <clears throat> I like it during the day when I can enjoy it. Hey John. Um all right. What are we talking about? We are talking about the word for 2023. I wanted to get into this word and and just start looking at different portions of it and <clears throat> seeing where we can continue to partner with this because we haven't seen it manifest yet. And that that for us at Unedited Life is is a huge deal to uh, receive a prophetic word and then partner with that uh, to to see that uh, uh, come about, to see it manifest. And if uh, we we haven't seen that that manifest yet, then then we need to continue to partner. We need to to evaluate what it is we've done so far to partner with that word, if anything at all, and and what can what can be done moving forward. And, and so I want to start, uh, uh, getting into that and, and looking at this, uh, because partnership is, is a, a big deal when it comes to prophetic words. And, and if you remember, we've talked about partnership before, uh, um, many of these different videos and, um, partnership isn't about, uh, uh one person doing everything on, on behalf of the other. Although Jesus did everything on our behalf. I'm not trying to take that away, but but we're talking about the prophetic words that are given to us. There's promise attached and we need to partner with those words and and, and take action. We, we don't want to just uh, uh, sit around and let them collect dust because then we're not rightly regarding the words that God has released over us or over uh, an organization we're a part of or whatever that looks like. If you take that word and put it on a shelf and don't do anything with it and never look at it again or just read it because uh, you're feeling a little down or whatever, it's not partnership. And that thing has now become your idol where you are receiving strength from. And, and that is definitely not what we want to do with these. So partnership is 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 about uh, two or more bringing what it is that they have together to, to move forward. And, and we've talked about that over and over again, so I, I won't belabor that. But we want to partner with these and, and we want to uh, regard them rightly. 
And that's, that's part of the responsibility we carry when we receive a word from God is, is that we are to partner with it and, and take action. And, and sometimes he's going to direct those actions. And other times we're, we're going to, we're going to see them and we're going to know what it is that needs to be done. And, and we're not serving outcomes. We've talked about that as well. And, and so I, I, I don't want you to hear that. That's what we're doing here because that's not the case. What we are doing is partnering with the words that God has spoken over us and, and taking that and, and moving with that. And so I just want to make sure that, that we understand partnership with this. This is why we're going through it. This is why we look at these things. And this is why we, we uh, determine action that needs to be taken uh, and, uh, and, and continue to move forward. That, that's that's part of our responsibility in this. That's that is is a responsibility of stewarding well what it is that we've been given. And, and make no mistake, when, when you receive a word from God, that is a gift that's given to you. That that word itself is the gift. And, and and there's promise attached to that. And if you go and look at that, hello Nicole. Uh, if you go and look at that. That word in its entirety, uh, the the link is posted there for 2023. Yes, that word was given to unedited life. However, it is not something that is just local for here. This is something we know that that God is doing throughout his body. And uh, so we want to make that known. And that's why we we release this uh, on the website and and we, we continue to go back to it. And it, it really is guiding a lot of the things that we're doing this year. And, and a lot of the things that we're discussing uh, on these uh, online broadcasts and, and even on Sunday mornings. So let's get into this. I'm going to read this. We're going to go through this first paragraph uh, of this word for 2023 today and, and discuss that some. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the whole paragraph here. Excuse me, it's not very long, and then we'll start to break some of it down. It says, into the wardrobe, grab your apparel and move through quickly. Never mind the clutter and chaos of the unkept closet. I've packed up boxes from last season, and I'm returning them to to the sender. These are the boxes of mixture, deception, and other possessions that will not serve you where we're going. Sleeping agents that have kept my bride in a stupor. Identity is of utmost importance. Not in appearance, but in character. These garments in your hands are to be consumed. They fit on the inside to shine through with brilliance. Eat up. Uh, I love, I love this. Uh, and there's, there's so much in there. And so in this first portion, it says, into the wardrobe, grab your apparel and move through quickly. Never mind the clutter and chaos of the unkept closet. I've packed up boxes from the last season and I'm returning them to the sender. This is God talking. This is what he's done. And, and I have to tell you that when, when he says, never mind the clutter and chaos of the unkept closet, that can be extremely difficult. Uh, in, in my 20 years in the military, every time we had to move, we had movers come in, they would take a day of boxing and packing everything up, another day of loading it onto a truck, and then off it went. And then um, 
they, when we get to the other location, find a place to live, they dump it off and then we got to unpack it. I can tell you that the, the clutter and chaos of these boxes is really hard not to notice or pay attention to. But one of the things that he's talking about here is, is grabbing what it is that he's given you, taking hold of that and staying strictly focused on him stay strictly focused on Jesus because there are so many things, so many boxes that are going to try to grab your attention and, and pull you back. And, and these are things that he is, is not going to give you later. These aren't, these aren't things that are going to be moved along with you. These are things that are, are, are being sent away, but it's hard not to notice these boxes. And there's an intrigue to want to open them and see, ooh, what's in the box? You know, you, you, you can get on on YouTube, on, on Facebook, whatever, and, and find unboxings uh, that people do and, and like, ooh, I'm going to unbox this new thing because it's exciting. What's in the box? Let's take a look at it. But that this is the exact opposite of what God is wanting here. He has packed these things up because... They aren't, they aren't good for us. They're from a, a, a last season. And, and even in that, even in saying things from a last season, these are things that, that could have been useful in the past but are no longer useful now. And, and if we keep too tight a grip on that or, or want to hang on to that box, it's going to distract us from where he's taking us. It's going to distract us from the, the, the new apparel that he is having you take hold of here because he's wanting to return those things. So we have to make sure that we're not getting distracted by these boxes that he's packing up. We don't want to open them up to, to investigate and see what's inside. It goes on and says, these are the boxes of mixture, deception, and other possessions that will not serve you where we're going. Sleeping agents that have kept my bride in a stupor. Boxes of mixture, deception, other possessions. This is this is the mixture and compromise that we have pulled into the church and pulled into uh, what we will say is is following Jesus. When in actuality, it's worldly things that that he didn't didn't author for us. Things that that. God doesn't want us to continue to hang on to that. That mixture of, of things is, is compromise. The, those things we're tolerating that it, it's compromise and it, it gets all mixed up and becomes cloudy and gets hard to discern uh, what is the narrow way and what is it. And, and that can be very difficult. Uh, there, there's a, a saying clear as mud. And that's what it becomes when we start, pulling and mixing things in and compromising who we are, compromising the gospel, compromising Jesus. And, and these things, they start to deceive us. They start to deceive others. And, and, and they just no longer, they never served us. And so uh, God has, has boxed those things up and he's wanting to get rid of them. He's calling us to a, a laser focus on Jesus, that narrow road. 
and, and to to stay on that. And so that's that is something that is is getting boxed up, and we don't want to again go back to these and try to open it up and, and pull it out and look at it because it's not going to serve other possessions that will not serve you where we're going, where we're going, where he is going with us. These things are not going to to serve us. These other possessions, things from the last season that maybe he had you using. That, that's not going to work now. There is something new. And. And I want to make sure we, we capture hold of that, that he is wanting to remove these things and, and get rid of them. So you don't have to worry about them anymore. They're gone. So don't even try to look for them. That's just a, another distraction and, and deception that's going to pull your focus away. And one of the things that uh, is going to be in place of these things and, and the things that are going to uh, get us out of this, this stupor because of this, this compromise that has uh, slumber, caused us to slumber and, and be in this stupor and, and not understand uh, what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. Uh, are we moving forward? Are we going backwards? And the whole time you're just in place, stagnant in a stupor, not knowing what's going on. And, and by getting rid of these things, getting rid of this, this mixture and deception and any other possessions that, that aren't going to serve where we're going, we're going to have a holiness that comes in. That's going to be something that we are taking hold of and moving forward with obedience, obedience to, to God, rather than to uh, culture, to society, to what it is that man is trying to tell us we need to be doing. What, what they're trying to tell us that we need to affirm and accept for ourselves. Compromise. That's what we're being told to do, is to compromise. And so there, there is a holiness and obedience there that is coming in that's taking the place of these other things with that. There's discipline as well. And, and we have to think multifaceted when we use the word discipline, because it's not just about correction. It's just not about being uh, in the disciplines of discipleship either. It's, it's all of these things together. And, and so holiness, obedience, discipline, these things are coming in with this. And, and when you are, Operating in these things, there, there's no place to be in, in a stupor because you're going to be you're going to be upright. You're going to be awake. You're going to be uh, uh, seeing the things coming at you. You're going to be taking hold of these thoughts and making them submit to Jesus and weighing them and, and discerning where it is, what spirit they are of, and could be able to continue to move forward and not be beat up or bullied. This, this also is going to bring about a, 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 an even greater sense of oneness. And I think that's a very important thing for us to remember is, is oneness is uh, something that, that is, is for our betterment. 
it, it is it, it is if we look at the body of Christ as one body, then we can't get away from oneness. And in this this whole thing about being focused on Jesus and and leaning into holiness and obedience and discipline, it, it strengthens the body. It's it's those things that um, that happen that we we don't necessarily see, and we're going to get into more of that here in a few minutes. But we just need to keep that in mind. And I want to read. Um, yes, we're in a character reformation in order to grow fruit. Locking eyes with Jesus is the miracle grow our soil needs to do so. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just can't uh, emphasize enough this, this singular focus, this laser focus on Jesus and not allowing anything else to, to mix in and compromise that and, and staying on that narrow road. It is absolutely the miracle grow of the soil. Uh, I want to read First uh, Peter, and uh, we're just going to read 1 through 16. It says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who reside as aliens scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, uh, who are chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, by the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to obey Jesus Christ and be sprinkled with his blood. May grace and peace be yours in the fullest measure. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away reserved in heaven for you, who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This, uh, um, just getting started, this first nine verses here are, are, for me, they're very exciting because uh, we can see that our, our faith is, is tested and, and it's, it's proven through these trials because we remain focused on Jesus. And we know that he is going to provide for us. There's provision, there's uh, uh, protection, there's everything we need he is going to give us. Everything you need to fulfill the call is going to be provided for you. And you could say is already provided for you. You just need to lay hold of it. And we know there's going to be a testing and, and I, 
I totally just blanked on what I was saying here. Uh, there, there is, there's a testing of your faith and, and this, these boxes of mixture and, and deception and, and the other things that will, that aren't going to serve you are, are going to, to try and, and muddle that faith and, and get you to look elsewhere for those things that, that Jesus is going to provide. He goes on and says, as to this salvation, the prophets who prophesied of the grace that would come to you made careful searches and inquiries, seeking to know what person or time the spirit of Christ within them was indicating as he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories to follow. It was revealed to them they were not serving themselves, but you in these things, which now have been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were yours in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior, because it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. And, and that's that's a wonderful thing. Uh, you shall be holy because I am holy. I don't have to muster up some kind of holiness uh, when when I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. I'm already holy. I just have to walk that out. It's it's not anything I have to to strive for or or try and and go after. This is this is who I am. And these these boxes of mixture, deception and other possessions, they seek to compromise that holiness. And there are a lot of things that are going to try and come up against you. And, and these boxes are going to try to try to get you to open them. And, and one for me is, uh, and this comes up often is, is depression. This is something that um, for so long I struggled with. And, and I say struggled because it was, it was a striving there to try and, figure out how to overcome. And this morning, just today, as, as I was getting up, um, I, I just wanted to, to lay back down and go back to sleep. And everything I was feeling inside me was, was saying crazy things about distance and separation from God and from people and uh, having all these feelings that are trying to bring me down and just very quickly, I, I felt this, uh, this rising up from my spirit to say, no, this is not happening today. I, I'm not going to be beaten on by this thing and I'm not going to be bullied by it either. It was, uh, uh, my spirit saying to my soul, I hear you, but you are not the one in charge. You are not the one on the throne. You don't make the decisions around here. 
you have valid input most of the time. And, and I listen to that and, and listen to those feelings and take them as input. But in this case, they were seeking to sit on the throne and control what it was my day looked like to, to beat on me and bully me to lay back down. And that is exactly what the enemy wanted for me today was to lay back down and, and not do anything and just, just go about the day in a stupor because that's what would happen before to me. And, and that's just not going to be the case anymore. I'm going to uh, uh, command my soul to, to sit down and, and not on the throne. I will listen, but you don't get to make decisions. It's your input only. And whereas before, this is one of those things that would just crush me uh, oftentimes for multiple days in a row. And, and then... And then I get to a place where I feel like I'm behind on things and I start to feel guilty. And it is a downward spiral that uh, takes some real clawing to get out of at times. And I'm just not willing to go down that spiral anymore. You, you get to a point of intimacy with Holy Spirit where these things are quickly recognizable. Did I instantly recognize it? No. It took about 10 minutes realized what was going on and started making commands that you will not take hold of me today. My spirit, my, my connection and oneness and union with, with Holy spirit is, is what is in charge here. And I, I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to open these boxes and, and look at what's going on in there. I'm not going to do it. All right, let's let's keep going here. This last sentence is uh, identify. I, excuse me. Identity is of utmost importance, not in appearance, but in character. These garments in your hands are to be consumed. They fit on the inside to shine through with brilliance. Eat up. If you missed life up here from this last Friday, where Angie's talking about identity and uh, uh, talking about being known rather than seen, you need to go back and watch that. It, 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 it's going to bring this entire uh, uh, sentence here into a better understanding for you. And in understanding that identity is of a utmost importance. Yeah, it, it is important, but it, it's not the thing that is, is, carrying us it's it's who we are when we walk out in our our daily lives what um we're going after is not identity it's just who we are as we carry ourselves it's just who we are and how we carry ourselves it's not the focus but in this god is saying it's of utmost importance not in appearance but in character so on the inside not, not on the outside being seen. It's what's known on the inside. These garments in your hands are to be consumed. So those things he talked about at the beginning that he wants you to grab hold of as you 
move through the wardrobe and move through quickly. He wants you to grab those. He wants you to consume them because they fit on the inside to shine through with brilliance. This is, this is what's happening on the inside of you. The, the things that aren't always seen, right? This isn't you out front being seen. This is you being known in the spirit, in that spirit realm, you are known because what's not seen. It's, it's character that is proven through the hands of God. This is the things that he is doing. He has created these garments for you to consume. We have to really think about um, of what, what that looks like on the inside. When we consume something like food, it, it nourishes us on the inside. It's it's not something that we can see, but the the effects of of what is unseen can be seen on the outside of the body. If we don't consume uh, good quality things, that's shown on the outside. There there is uh, uh, physical things that happen on the outside when we consume something, and, and you can even look at um, exercise the same way. When you exercise, you don't see what's happening on the inside of your body, but eventually muscles develop and and grow and you can see that effect on the outside. And so there is a preparation that's going on here as it relates to identity and not uh, uh, shiny things out, out on the stage that where everybody can see them. This is about being known and about what's happening on the inside. The things that can't be seen, and this is this is important this year. This this is right up in the very front of this word that God gave us for 2023, and so there's there's obviously a preparation that is taking place this year on the inside of us, on the inside of His body, that is going to have effect and be known in the coming years, and so we have to understand that this is this is about. Uh, uh, not what can be seen, but it, about being known. This is about what's going on on the inside. He wouldn't tell you to consume these things if he wanted you to put them on and wear them on the outside. This is what he wants you to wear on the inside. This holiness, obedience, discipline. These are things that that are worn on the inside. And, and, and eventually there is a manifestation that is seen on the outside that that is seen as you move about but what you consume is important and, and we have to think about yes uh, uh physical nourishment is extremely important but how much more so is spiritual nourishment significant to your life Significant to the lives of those around you. Those those people that uh, believe in Jesus as their savior and follow him and are disciples. And those that aren't yet. Your spiritual uh, uh, nourishment is, is important to you, but it's also important to those around you. This is what we talk about when we talk about 
sharing oneness and sharpening one another is, is what I'm consuming matters to everyone around me. What I'm consuming throughout the week matters when I show up here on Monday morning. And so I want to be the best version of myself in him to, to offer up to you, to bring a fullness to you. I want to, I want to jump over to Romans, uh, read Romans five, uh, one through 11. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates <clears throat> excuse me, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You could stop right there with that verse, Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And just marvel in that. Just absolutely eat that up. It, it is incredible that while I was still an enemy of God in my own mind, he was on the cross on my behalf. Absolutely incredible. Verse nine, much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also exalt in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. We have received this reconciliation. We have uh, a Savior who has, has died for us. And that has to be something of absolute significance that we cannot get away from. Uh, identity is of utmost importance, not in appearance, but in character. This is, is the character of God on full display that while we were still his enemies, while, like Angie said, while we were at our worst, Christ died for us. He reconciled us to himself. That's what, that's what God was doing on the cross. Reconciling all of humanity, all of creation back to himself. The, the, this is, is 
the proven character that that we have have access to these these are the things when when he tells you to to go through quickly grab the garments that he that he's given to you but quickly move through don't look at the 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 boxes of mixture and deception and those those other things that are going to serve you where it is that he's taking you where it is that you are going with him because he says where we're going don't mind those things never mind them they're not going to serve you keep moving eat up those garments wear them on the inside this is in looking at that, this and looking at partnership, we have to ask, is this happening to you? Do you see this happening in your life? Have you grabbed hold of those garments? Have you consumed them? Are they, are they a part of, of you being known on the inside? Are, are you sharing that with those around you? Or, or is this something you're, you're wanting to keep hidden? Don't, don't try to hide what it is that he's given you. Are you taking intentional action to bring this into oneness? Or if you prefer to bring this into union, we prefer the word oneness though. We have to be able to answer that question. Yes, hide it under a bushel. No, that was actually the song going through my head just now. Uh, don't don't hide this. Is this is this happening for you? Are are you starting to see this take shape in your life? If not, have the conversation with Holy Spirit and find out where there is compromise, where there is is boxes that you're trying to open up that He is wanting to send away. And and quickly move back to that narrow road and away from those things. And then bring it into oneness. Don't show up and be a consumer on Sunday morning and think that's good enough. Think that, oh, I'm nourished. Good to go. We're not the door. Back to whatever. That's This is the point where you're bringing something. You're not showing up to consume. Consumerism is with Holy Spirit throughout the week. That's where you're consuming. That's where you're getting fed and nourished. Now you get to put these things into action when you show up on Sunday morning. You get to put these things into action when you come together to have conversations. You don't just have idle gossip conversations. We have intentional discussions about the things that are being revealed to us. Because in those conversations, there's something revealed to the person you're talking to that allows more things to be opened up by Holy Spirit. We show up ready with what it is that he's given us to bring to the body. We're not going to sit and just consume. You have a function. Every part of the body has a function. So do you. I think that's it.
All right. Um, have a great week. We will see you Wednesday morning uh, at 9 this week. 9 a.m., not 8 a.m. Love you all. Bye.